Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Kami Doku Podcast. I am Christopher Beljanovsky, and joining me as always is the man, the myth, the legend, Toasty. Toasty! Welcome back to another great episode. We're glad to have you with us again. If you're new here, please hit follow or subscribe wherever you watch or listen to the podcast. And if you're a regular, welcome back. We greatly appreciate all of the support from the Mortal Kombat community and look forward to bringing you more of what you love in 2023. Season's greetings, everyone. Thank you so much for joining today's legendary episode. We hope you're doing well and enjoying your holidays to the fullest. In just a couple of days, it is going to be the new year, 2023. Family and friends are the most important people in life, and so we hope you are bonding with them as much as you can during this time. 2022 has been hell of a journey for me and Chris. We've experienced so much. It's been a roller coaster, a grind, but at the same time, so much fun. We've learned so much. We've had some of the most memorable moments of our lives and have been able to provide you with some exemplary content. We hope you continue to help us out by sharing our content. Most importantly, we love our supporters. So we found it most appropriate to celebrate our 40th episode and the last of a good year by ending with a bang. Today, we are joined by Lyndon Ashby, who played the character Johnny Cage in 1995's Mortal Kombat. The man who some might state as the most egotistical, self-deluded person they have ever met. But don't forget good looking. It was Johnny's mission to prove to the world that he is the real goods. Today is a good day. And with that being said, let's continue over to today's interview. Here we are, ladies and gentlemen, accompanied by the man who shaped Johnny Cage for the big screen and made him an absolute sensation, Lyndon Ashby. Thank you so incredibly much for joining us today. Oh, thank you guys for having me. It's a pleasure. To commence this interview, elaborate with us how much knowledge you had of the Mortal Kombat franchise prior to getting the role and how long the auditioning process took. Um, the auditioning process was pretty quick. Uh, I was coming off of a big Western called Wyatt Earp, and then I had done this other movie called Eight Seconds, and so it was sort of like had that kind of, you know, little heat happening in the career. And uh, so the auditioning process was pretty quick, and I, I had never, I'm not much of a gamer, and I had I'd honestly <laughs> never played the game. So my my entire <clears throat> exposure to Mortal Kombat was just the script. Okay. Yeah. Excellent, excellent. So you, you really attached to the script, you really enjoyed uh, the character. Uh, did you happen to just jump on the arcades to sort of get to know Johnny a little bit from the I games? D- I didn't, I didn't. <laughs> I just, uh, I, Winged yeah, it. I, uh, no. Um, just did it from the script and then we, I mean, honestly, I mean, I've, we've, I've talked about this before. A lot of it was improv yeah. Um, and we, you know, Paul and Robin and Christopher and, uh, you know, Bridget and Talisa, we all carry, we, we, you know, we just would work it out and whatever worked, we'd, we'd kind of go with it. And, uh, 
I'm not sure the writer loved it all that much, but uh, <laughs> yeah, he, he, he had a pretty strong opinion about it. I ran into him at a, at a Christmas party, I think, a holiday party after that, and he introduced me as the, uh, this is a guy I told you about, the guy who ruined my movie. What? <laughs> wow. <laughs> no way. Yeah, way. Oh my God. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Man, you just made it so much better. You came up with some of the most iconic lines of all time, my friend. We enjoyed yeah, it so exactly. much. Well, thanks. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> it was such an iconic role, and yeah, you absolutely nailed it. So, love oh, it. Well, thank you. So, um, to this day, how often do you um, get recognized in public for your work as Johnny Cage? And do you recall having any strange fan encounters? <laughs> uh, no. You know, no, no super strange fan encounters. Um and there's a there's a age group probably between realistically like 30 maybe late mid 20s to mid 40s so this 20 year kind of span that to this day people are like dude you're Johnny Cage <laughs> and, uh, yeah and and the best well the best fan encounter i ever had was um this bartender and she was just beautiful right yeah and she's a huge mortal Kombat fan and she's talking to me and she's like that that movie she goes uh she she's like you know it was my sort of sexual awakening and i'm like <laughs> oh wow i'm like oh really <laughs> and uh and yeah she's like this my you know and she starts going to this whole thing and she goes she goes yeah, she goes, that's when I realized I was gay and Bridget was so hot. <laughs> and I'm like, what? I'm like, God damn it. Oh, man. That is good. That is good. I remember doing some terrible movie up in um, Spokane, Washington. And we were shooting a casino. We had to do some kind of dog and pony show and sign autographs in this casino as part of the deal for us being able to shoot there. And long story short, so this girl comes up and she's really young and really beautiful you know like in her mid-20s and she's talking to me she's like oh my gosh she goes you're so handsome you're so cute you're funny you're cute you're handsome you're this you're that she goes i wish my mom could meet somebody like you <laughs> <laughs> ah, i love it's it it's just like you're, you're you're soaking it all up and then you're just like psh, psh, psh. yeah <laughs> now Lyndon, if i'm not mistaken I believe you had originally requested uh, a stunt double for your fight scenes, but then later changed your mind and decided to do as much as you could. Uh, what happened uh, to change your mind and what have you learned from this experience? Um, I, I didn't, uh, I mean, I, I did, I did all, all of it. And then a stunt double wow. did it. And then, uh, look, I'm a, I'm a, I'm an okay martial artist and I still, I still study and I'm, probably well definitely i'm way better than i used you know than i was back then just because you know 25 years of studying sure um and i i had a more of a history in boxing a background boxing and a, and a good bit of martial arts um just karate and so no i always i had i had great stunt doubles great stunt doubles and i if it was at all possible for me to do it and it looked really good like, I think that, you know, if you throw a spinning kick and you can throw it and you land it and you're right there on, you know, in frame, on film, 
no cuts, then back then, especially the audience knew that you had done it, you know, cause there was yeah. no CGI. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so that was important to me to be able to do as much as I could and, and make it, you know, just make it apparent that it was me doing it. Yeah. And you know, like Robin, Robin was a great martial artist. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he really is. He, he's, he's amazing. And, and, you know, he was always there to kind of help me out. And, ah. but yeah, no. So look, I had great stunt doubles. I had JJ. I yeah. JJ uh, Perry. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and JJ made me look really good. <laughs> you, you can tell from like the wide shots from like the far shots it was jj but man yeah. we can you can thoroughly tell that the most of the rest of it was you and it's incredible yeah. uh we gotta applaud you for that man you did a great well, job you, you got the shit kicked out of you i think uh chris yep. casamassa <laughs> made uh, your kidney, kidney bruised kid. yeah kidney. Kidney. <laughs> he gave me an axe kick right in the kidneys and i and i was padded Gosh. up but his heel <laughs> just went right between where the pads were oh. and got Oh, God. Um, man, oh, man. Yeah. Now, yeah. you've mentioned uh, before, too, maybe it was kind of like the trapeze area of that scene. That, that was there was somebody Mitch from. Gaylor. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. Yeah, it was Mitch Gaylor. Yeah. Uh, and, but he was, wasn't it Sub-Zero? Or, I mean, Scorpion, who was who was spinning. Yeah, yes. yeah so that was, Chris had a, a stunt double there. Um, yeah, so that was Mitch Gaylord, and then I don't know who fell for me. I don't know if JJ did the fall or not, going through the the scaffolding, but somebody did. Oh no! Oh no! Sorry, you mean like the the flipping of the trapeze stuff? Somebody filled in for you. That was Johnny Cage doing yeah. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, then that was yeah. uh, that was Mitch Gaylord. Okay, excellent. Yeah, awesome. yeah, Olympic gymnast. So, <laughs> I, I, yeah, he did made you say he good. was from Power Rangers or something? I don't know. He won uh, a gold medal in the Olympics, I think. Oh, wow. Good for him, man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Impressive. Yeah. Yeah. So 1995 Mortal Kombat was one of the first movies based on a video game that was actually labeled a success and it did incredibly well at the box office. Do you feel that your career further progressed in a positive way as a direct result of this film? Mine? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, you know, it's to be the lead in a movie, one of the leads in the movie of a movie that's number one for three weeks never hurts anything. Um, <laughs> and But it was weird because everyone forgets that it was the first successful adaptation of a video game. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. Street Fighter had been out, Double Dragon had been out, uh, Mario Brothers had been out, and they were all none of them did very well no. and so <laughs> interesting con consequently i did I, my lawyer did a great deal on that on that contract um and it was you know they gave you what we call sucker points which is like adjusted net or something where i got pro profit participation statements from new line for four or five years on mortal Kombat, and everyone mm. it was a bigger failure than the than the than the statement before uh yeah they they you know they like run the studio on a on a successful movie and you never you'll never see a dime on that but he got me just performance bumps like when the movie makes x amount of dollars as reported in variety Lyndon gets this and nobody truly you know truthfully nobody nobody thought that it was going to be that successful 
So they're like, yeah, sure, yeah, go get it, take it, fine. Uh, and it was a <laughs> it was a good couple months after. You wow. know, good. It was, it was a good time to go to the mailbox. Yeah, <laughs> can imagine. <laughs> now everybody knows that you legitimately created some of the best, most memorable lines in the film uh, via improv. What are some of your personal favorites? And uh, was there anything that you came up with that you remember didn't make the final cut of the film? Oh God, um, I don't remember that I particularly loved. I mean, well, look, I I think those were five hundred dollars sunglasses, asshole. That was a <laughs> uh, I think Paul and I came up with that, and. Uh, yeah. Just little, oh God, I don't know. I can't. Thank I God can't I didn't remember. ask him to park the car. <laughs> oh, that was, yeah, that was, that was, that was an improv. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember filming yeah. anything that didn't end up making to the movie? Did I film? Yeah, no, I did a, a whole uh, whip chain sequence in, that uh, oh. was just like, it was between when I think Art got killed and... And I made up my mind that I was going to fight Goro and worked out this whole routine with a whip chain. And we filmed it in Thailand. Wow. Um, sunset, like on the beach. Oh, on the beach. These rocks, these rocks. And it was, you know, just. And it was, uh, it was cool and it looked great. And it just, there was, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's too uh, bad. Oh, that would have yeah. been so awesome to see. What a wicked. Yeah. I, yeah. did, did, was there any like funny bloopers that you can remember? <laughs> oh my god, there had to be. <laughs> <laughs> well, fighting Goro. Um, every anytime you fought Goro, it was like he just sees up. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't remember bloopers, but we laughed. We laughed a lot in that movie. That's we awesome. Yeah. yeah, the cast was amazing, and. Um... You could just tell that everyone was having a ball. So I think that's one of the reasons why it turned out to be such a success. <clears throat> yeah. In the, so in the good. movie, in the, in the final cut, when Bridget comes back from Outworld or whatever, and she's standing there and she's got that outfit on. Yes. Did, did I, did that make it where I'm like, I look at her, I go, nice outfit. <laughs> or, or, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was in. That was in. Okay, good. Okay, yeah. good. Love um, that. Yeah, she, yep. Were there yeah. any scenes where like you were like flirting with her and it was almost overly too much? They had to cut it out or anything at all? Anything Never. Other than that? <laughs> no. Did Johnny ever kiss Sonia? No. I don't, did we kiss? No. I don't not know. That we can see. I don't remember. <laughs> not that we can see. No. Okay. Not in the movie. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. Not. No. Not in the trailer either. Nothing. Why? <laughs> <laughs> My wife is in the next room. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of Bridget, she did an amazing job as Sonya Blade. Yes. I agree. But to I this agree. day, there's still many out there who don't realize that Cameron Diaz was originally cast as Sonya, but had to pull out uh, due to injury. So mm -hmm. did you ever happen to see or speak to Cameron before or after production? I, I didn't know that. Is no? that true? Yes, it is yeah. true. Because yep. there was another, there was another uh, person who played Bridget before. Oh, I mean, who played Sonia uh, before? Sonia, yeah, yeah, and uh, mm -hmm. and she, I think they shot a scene with her, and then she was replaced. Whoa, um, okay, yeah, yeah. Can't remember so, anything. A eh? like what other work she's done? First name, last name, nothing. Ah, uh, shit. 
That's terrible that I can't remember. It was a long time ago. Yeah, she was I, really nice. I liked fair. her. And, uh, yeah. I think Robin dated her for a while. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Robin might know. <laughs> yeah, Robin will know what her name was. Yeah. There we go. Wow, that's very interesting. Yeah, um, after the whole club scene um, where she she runs into Kano. And he, yeah, that, that shot it with her and then oh. replaced her. And I think they wanted Bridget. I know that you know they did, and she became she. They worked out the deal, and she was available, and they're like, "It's tough business." She she just just finished Billy Madison, I believe. Yeah, yeah. just yeah. finished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Lyndon, did you happen to keep anything from the set? Uh, I, yeah, I got my outfit. Oh, oh nice. that's amazing! Yeah. I know. I have Whoa. no idea where where it is, but I know I've somewhere. got it. <laughs> it's yeah. somewhere. Um, cool. Yeah. Anything mm -hmm. else? Just the outfit or just that green shirt and those black pants. Oh, yes. Um, also I know you see Robin shoe every now and then, uh, but yep. is there anybody else from the film that you happen to keep in touch with? I see Paul all the time. Anderson, ah. he, lives, he lives around the corner. Whoa. So, <laughs> yeah. So we, I see him a lot. Okay. He's in Poland right now, so I don't see him any right now. But, right now. Yeah. <laughs> but when he's not in Poland, I see him. Lovely. Nice. Yep. So uh, we spoke with producer Larry Kasanov back in episode 28, and he mentioned that your fight with Goro was originally supposed to be much more martial artsy and yes. longer in duration. Yes. Uh, were you bummed when they cut it back, or were you happy with how it turned out in the end? Oh, I'm really happy with how it turned out. Um he just it was going to be a huge fight and it just it was impossible i mean <laughs> alex gillis did an amazing amazing job building that and i can't remember what his partner's name is who had to be in that suit and couldn't see and couldn't breathe they had a little like breathing tube and then they pulled that out and then the, the guy would be like oh i gotta breathe <laughs> um and then Goro would freeze up, and he'd be like, ar, 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 ar. <laughs> and, uh, "Yeah." So it became it became very apparent that that Goro was not going to be able to fight. And do you yeah. think that was the reason behind why they cut it yeah. back because he was oh, yeah, yeah, too yeah, much yeah. trouble? Yeah. yeah, no, it would it it would have taken. We'd still be working on it today. <laughs> it would have been Linda, delayed. Linda, did you yeah. know that uh, Larry's idea for Goro was to actually have? I think it was was it a leopard? Pet leopard, yeah. A pet leopard. Did you know that? Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Goro. The Goro had a pet leopard. Yeah. Yeah. I they okay. Apparently, they that actually awesome. they actually brought that it on great. set, but the leopard was so terrified of Goro that it just wasn't <laughs> going to happen. <laughs> I think I remember that. It was. Yeah. Uh, I know there was a leopard somewhere. I didn't remember. God, isn't it funny how your brain works? That you go, no, what? And then you suddenly go. Yeah, I remember something about the <laughs> Yeah, a little um, flash, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Incredible. No, the leopards. Yeah. Yeah. So before yeah, the additional... Kind of thing, like Working with, with wild animals and they're like, it's okay, just don't move quickly and don't look them in the eye. <laughs> just don't okay, really. You sounded, you sounded identical to Larry Kasanoff right yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. 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 That was a Larry impression. <laughs> yeah. Nah, nah, well, nah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't look it in the eye. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
Um, so before the additional Scorpion's Lair uh, footage, uh, which mm-hmm. was added much later in development, the original ending of the fight ended in the forest with you simply running up to Scorpion doing the shadow kick and it was done. Yeah. When we spoke to Chris on the show, he had said that you and him uh, had an epic fight scene planned but had to cease everything because of time constraints. Is there anything fight scene-wise that was completely scrapped from that fight? I heard... Yeah. It was there? In the... In the, uh, in the in, we're talking about in the rubber tree plantation. In the yeah, and that, yeah, yeah. We had a big fight planned, and then it just they were running out of time, and they were running out of everything, and you know, and then we they they put it together, and then they realized they needed big fights, and we came back and did a huge reshoot. You know, they built mm-hmm. that whole set. Um, obviously, somebody gave them more money, and and it was great because that was that fight was added, and then Robin and Reptile was added. It was a reshoot yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. And uh and I mean I think the Scorpion Johnny Cage fight is fucking dope. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. perfect words to use. And you know what? Uh you know, I've seen many uh polls on various websites and a lot of people do think that that's the best fight scene in the movie. If I must say so myself. Absolutely loved it. You guys yeah. nailed it. Uh, now, for the rubber tree plantation scene, uh, when you do the shadow kick and you hit Scorpion and that was it, mm-hmm. was that just legitimately, that's it? You just kind of stand there and then end scene? Did you walk off? Like, what were the exact details? Of what I don't happened? remember what happened. The most, what I remember most about the rubber tree plantation is that we had snake wranglers. Oh, yeah. And they, they fucking pulling cobras out right and left. <laughs> <laughs> and then I remember, I remember the the rubber trees because I'd never seen a rubber tree. It's like a, it's like a you know a maple, and they're getting syrup from, and they put the little bucket down. Yeah, right. Where you come from? Yeah. Yep. And then and then uh, here they do the same thing. They cut the the bark and they hang a little bucket and it fills with rubber. Wow. Like really. And you take it out and you're like, holy crap, it's rubber. Wow. Um, yeah. That's cool. So wow. snakes and rubber. That's what I remember. <laughs> and, and 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 hot. Thailand was Thailand was pretty funny. Uh, we shot in Krabi, and it was like right across from Phuket, I think, okay. across this Gulf and the these beautiful islands that stuck up, and and it was we were in like a five star resort. It was amazing, and but people. There were some guys that went up river in a big way. And I remember just being on set and I don't I remember who it was, but just like had been partying so hard. Guy on the crew. And then just he's standing there and the next thing you know, he just goes <laughs> face down on the beach. Out. Just heat stroke. Done. Sweating sweating rum out of his pores. Um <laughs> Wow, the way he hit the ground, it must be played pretty hard. Yeah, Thailand. The way he hit the ground there and described them. Yeah, people don't remember, or people don't know. Not that they don't remember. Don't ever go out drinking with Robin Shu. Oh, really? Oh yeah. (laughs) Let's hear the deets. (laughs) He can go. He can go. He can go hard, and he can go. Way past what, what <laughs> normal people can. He is wow. a chosen one. 
He is the chosen yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. His little eyes get brighter and brighter the more he pours in. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. So uh, Johnny Cage uh, practically had no screen time in the movie's sequel, Mortal Kombat Annihilation, mm. and was killed off in its opening scene. Uh, we heard through the grapevine that you had originally signed uh, a two-picture deal, but ultimately turned down the role due to your dislike of the script. And in hindsight, that was probably a great decision. Um, can you elaborate on that at all? No, that's not true at all. Uh, <laughs> we, we, uh, we did do a two-picture deal. Okay. And then they were not going to honor my contract. Oh. And they didn't honor Christopher's contract. Oh, and wow. and then you know it's sort of like they were like well yeah you know you didn't test that well or something I'm like really okay I thought I did all right in the movie what um, and basically and they killed it, was, it in the first one uh, they went <laughs> yeah we don't we don't need you and we we can replace everyone's replaceable we'll get a new Sonya we'll get a new Raiden we'll get a new you know we'll kill Johnny Cage and I'm like you go ahead and do that. Um, and so then there, I was working on a series at that point, and they said, well, we want you to come on for a couple weeks and do this death scene. And I was like, I go, all right, we'll just prorate my contract. You know, if it's it's 10-week contract, right? So yeah. I can tell you, my math is pretty good. I can tell you how much it is for, for <laughs> two weeks. Yeah. And they're like, no, we're not going to pay that. And I'm like, well, you know what? We're not fucking having this conversation. What? Yeah, it was, unbelievable. Uh, yeah, it was, it got a little silly. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Well, I and, mean, yeah, look, because look. go ahead, go ahead. And well, I just, I mean, some people don't know the difference between a movie and a video game. And they think, you know, clearly Paul gets it. He understands it. Yes. I mean, <laughs> he's done it a few times. Yeah. And he did it then. And he, he just, what, what works in a video game doesn't necessarily work in a movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, they tried to. Kind of yeah, Go because ahead. in the second one, they crammed way too much into it. You know, they put um, way too many characters. You couldn't really concentrate it on them all. Plot was kind of icky and all over the place and uh, you know they made some very questionable decisions i mean as christopher said you know killing johnny cage out of all characters right at the start what are you guys thinking <laughs> what? i don't know i don't know i i, I don't know why i really to this day don't i mean look i can tell you what my my, my sequel deal was not like 20 million dollars it was not a huge yeah. number <laughs> and they had made all that they were making a sequel put it that way yeah the movie was a success yeah uh and you don't just don't fuck with something that works <laughs> yeah exactly Amen. you know it's not broken it works it works actually get paul to come back and direct it if he would get your original cast and and make the sequel you know it's funny you say that Lyndon. um Actually, I think you were there with him at the Chinese theater. He yep. uh, he sort of inferred that um, one of his biggest regrets was so, sort of not continuing on with Mortal Kombat because I think he was uh, initially offered to do the sequel, but he turned it yeah. down. And it's funny because, as you said, 
these days, you know, he makes a lot of these video game movies, and that is why he's stuck with the Resident Evil franchise for so long. He's like, if it's yeah. good, you feel the formula works, just go with it. You know, that's yeah. his baby. And yeah. so, and he also, you know, he produces them, he writes them, he directs yeah. them. His wife stars in them. I'm <laughs> like, it's a, it's it's an it's an Anderson family, you know, production. <laughs> it's yeah. uh, yeah, I you know. I don't want to talk about it. There were, there were, there were, it was just some, some, some very, well, like you said, questionable decisions were made. Yeah. And exactly for silly reasons and, you know, thinking that, like, if you do Star Wars, you don't recast, you know, everybody. <laughs> oh, for sure. you, you, exactly. you, you've got, you use what works. It's just, yeah. It's common sense. Mm -hmm. To me, that's I the mean, first warning sign whenever you see a sequel yeah. and all the cast are different. You're like, hold up, something's wrong. Uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I would have loved to have done the sequel. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. So going back to the 95 film, uh, Larry Kastanoff had told us that, funny enough, you had uh, a rather horrible and terrifying experience with monkeys while shooting Mortal Kombat. Sometimes they'd slow you down while traversing the set because they'd throw coconuts at you. Could you tell us more elaborate, elaborately about this experience? I uh, I remember specifically we we're in this resort and I'm getting this is great that you went to you went to work in a in a boat. You like yeah. they picked you up at the beach in this like a long tail boat with a you know long outboard motor the drive that stuck out and then you you went to work um so i'm i'm in the restaurant of this resort and it's and it's like an open ceiling and uh and i'm in there and it's not light out and suddenly these heads start like coming over the top <laughs> oh my god uh and then and then the monkeys start coming down and you're alone and it's like all oh, these monkeys and uh, yeah, I I had a great monkey fight. <laughs> <laughs> Did they throw coconuts at you? I I don't know. I don't remember them throwing things at me, but they might have. Okay. Um, it was early in the morning and it was dark, but they definitely came <laughs> over the top of the roof and they came down and they were all in the restaurant and it was like it, it was like a scene out of a some horrible monkey movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Speaking of which, would you be open to the possibility of starring in a movie? you know, full of coconut throwing monkeys. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's got first-hand experience. Of course he's yeah. going to be good for it. <laughs> Me and Robin and Kristoff. Night we'll, vision we'll, goggles and everything, and, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and Bridget. And yeah, we'll all do it. Yeah, Sounds that would good. be wonderful. We should make that happen. <laughs> be like old times. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so fans went wild when the classic Mortal Kombat movie skin pack was released for Mortal Kombat 11. <laughs> containing your likeness as well as those of uh, Bridget and Christopher Lambert. What kind of process did you have to go through for uh, the voice capture? You know, did you do any facial capture as well? And no. how did it feel reprising your role after all these years? Um, it was, um, it's, we were supposed to go do all kinds of motion capture and then uh, it COVID happened. So I did yeah. that right in the middle of COVID. They sent a giant box with uh, 
all the equipment in it. And then we set a time and then got on, hooked up and set the mic up and did it that way. So it was all remote. I was alone in a, in a room in the house and just did it. I, you know, I, like I say, I'm not, I'm not much of a gamer. I was, I was amazed at how, how hardcore it was. Mm. I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, I'm like, you know, sticking my hand up inside somebody's skull and making them talk like a puppet. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, but it was, it was, it was actually fun. Um, and it, and it, it came very easily. Um, yeah. because essentially it was a, look, I didn't create the character, but I yeah. created the character. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and I know somebody did it before me, but yeah. So just the words came out pretty easy and the fun and, and I haven't played that game. And so I haven't even heard myself do it. Uh, am I any good? Yeah. Oh, are you kidding? You're no. amazing. I always choose yours. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I was, I spent the day in that room going, are you kidding me? This is what I say. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. So it was, uh, it was good. It was good. Wow. That was the process. So, and it was, like I say, it was right in the middle of COVID. So guy uh. pulled up, drops a box off on the front porch. I go out and get the case, but I've got to wipe it all down. You know, they like leave. <laughs> I think they left like, you know, wipes there so I could, you know, wipe it. He had gloves and everything. And like a, you know, he showed up like in a, in a, hazmat suit <laughs> Fuck, don't give me covid oh my um, god and i'm like i won't don't give it to me either um yeah and uh and we did it and it was good wow and then i set the box out there again wiped it up he came got it uh bob's your uncle incredible <laughs> so speaking of returning you know as johnny cage um were you in fact going to appear in the third Mortal Kombat movie many years back before it was canceled? Uh, because I remember you said publicly on a daytime talk show that you were in negotiations uh, to possibly appear. Could you tell us any details about this whole ordeal? What, when did I do that? Oh, um, man, that was many years ago, early 2000s. You said they're in legal roundabouts, I think you said, and you might return. Uh, yeah, uh, third Mortal Kombat movie. I, it was, I mean, Mortal Kombat was, was stuck in legal problems for you know ownership and i think there was something with midway and i think that there was something with uh mm. i don't know uh, hey man i say a lot of things i don't know what i said <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah uh i would love to you know i'm i'm fucking old um <laughs> but i'd love to be in a Mortal Kombat movie again. And I, and I, I love that they sort of reinvented this franchise. Um, and I don't know if they're going to do a sequel or, you know, another one or not. I have they no are, idea. they're working on it. Okay. Oh, they're working on it right now. They're shooting it. Uh, no, it shoots, I, I think in January, but, uh, yeah, they're in pre-production. Yeah. Nobody's um, called me. Oh, that's disappointing. That's disappointing. I I, I noticed you said uh, somewhere like else that waiting you waiting for your letter from Hogwarts. <laughs> <laughs> now, obviously, you're aware of Cassie Cage and all these things. 
I think it would be perfect to bring back, like, uh, you know. Her dad. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And her mom. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it would be, I think the fans would enjoy it. I think, uh, I think it'd be fun to do. Oh, man. Our minds would be blown if you came back. Uh, I mean, in my honest opinion, I think you're the ideal Johnny Cage, so that'd be so great. Um, Yeah, because Johnny Cage is aged. He hasn't stayed young, right? Yeah. That's correct. In the latest entry of the video game, yes, he is older. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So, did did you enjoy the new Mortal Kombat movie as a whole? Did you watch the entire thing? I assume. I did. I did. Yeah. Um. I thought it was. Uh, I. The opening sequence was amazing. Breathtaking. Oh, yes. That was yeah, amazing. That was so good. So good. Best part. And it, you know, and you get the mythology and you get the backstory. Um. And now I'm I'm ready for him to go fight the tournament. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, Johnny's uh, well, missing had... from the first one, so we don't know who's going to play Johnny. But um, I think it would be incredible if you were called and asked to make a little cameo. Why not? Even, yeah, right. It, and, and Chris Casamasa wants to do uh, a Mortal Kombat multiverse, so there's another opportunity for you there. He really wants it to happen. He's pushing for it. it, it the whole multiverse thing is uh, is such an interesting concept, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, all right, I kind of get it, maybe. But I guess maybe that's what's going on. Ne- you never Oops. know. I know. This is like yeah. one of those, you know, late night conversations. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's I don't not- know. Yeah, I'd love to be. I'd love to. Uh, I'd love to do it again. I'd, it's a character that I want to do. I, I feel like I haven't gotten to uh, to either like continue in the right way or yeah. close the book or whatever you you know whatever you want to say. Exactly. You yeah. just you just haven't finished your time expressing the character right. yet. Like I felt like we could see so much more of you. You know, it's too bad what happened in Annihilation, as we said. But I think, man, yeah, you got to have another film in there. You got to. Yeah. It wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. thing. The first two games. Yeah, somebody, di- somebody died. wasn't me. Yeah. yeah the first <laughs> two games before the movie came out, you know, gaming wasn't that advanced back then. So he seemed, you know, cocky in his biographies. But, you know, your on-screen representation is really the first time anybody got to see Johnny Cage. So you set the standard. And... To this day, I don't think anyone's come close to your Johnny Cage, if I'm well, totally honest. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I used to work out with uh, with Casper um, in the same gym, and it'd be like, what's up, Johnny? <laughs> what? That's yeah, unbelievable. Like, what's up, Johnny? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a very nice guy. He sure. is. He is, yeah. Good man. Yeah. So you mentioned previously that you trained in karate and you've done martial arts for a number of years on and off. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. And you even trained with Chris Casamasa from what I believe. I did. I, I trained with Chris for years. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. And recently I've been just training closer to home. and uh, Still in karate or have you dabbled uh, in a few other Kido. styles? Wong Sudo. Uh, this oh. time around. And, okay. And it's different than, you know... It's it's a it's a it is a form of karate, I suppose. But uh, the, the forms are all very similar, but it's much more 
rigid in, in just your forms, um, which took some getting used to because your body gets used to moving in a certain way. But it, um, it's been fun. I guess I've been studying this time, I think it's about three years. Wow, um, okay. You know, a few times a week. And it's good because I hadn't trained in, gosh, probably since around 2012. And I started training in probably 2018. Um, and it was funny because it, it, I didn't know that it was happening. And I, I used to play soccer twice a week as well, up into my early 50s. And then I tore my ankle up, and so I stopped that. I stopped training. I, you know, I was, I could still surf and I could, you know, hike and whatnot. But when I started training again, it's like this isn't going to make any sense. But my lower body got reconnected to my upper body. Wow! It's everything started moving in sync again, and yeah. uh, and it was, it's good. It's good. It's a good thing to do as you get older. It's good to look. It's good to train all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Avoid injuries and have fun. And you learn something new. It's like I've I've studied karate, uh taekwondo, krav maga, uh, krav, a little bit of wing chun, um and now tong sudo. Wow. So, yeah, I've yeah. recently gotten back into martial arts too. I gave up taekwondo 20 years ago and now I'm doing karate. And uh, I understand what you mean about the upper and the, the bottom, bottom part being connected again. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it, yeah, good. So it it's makes sense, right? Yeah, absolutely. Because you 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 think okay, well, I'm good, and then you re they get reconnected, and yeah, uh, yeah. And now you know what I'm talking with about you know because taekwondo is very similar forms as well, right? Yep. yep. Um, it moves in the same pattern, but it's just slightly, just slightly different. different. Yeah, and you're like, oh. Uh, it doesn't bother me more in the beginning. It bothered me. Yeah. A few yeah. bad habits I still have to fix, but it's all good. No, always. Yeah. yeah. Always. Um, so yeah. I, I believe you've also done some directing work in your career as well. Mm -hmm. um, can mm -hmm. you tell us a bit more about some of the projects you've worked on there? Um, well, I started on a, on a show I was doing called Team Wolf and okay. got to direct an episode there. And then after that, I had done so many like uh lifetime movies um and then i said they wanted me to do one and i was like eh. i gotta tell you what i'll do this one but i want to direct the next one and mm -hmm. they went okay so then i started directing and i did the first couple just me and then started working directing with susan um my wife and we co mm. co-direct and it's amazing um she sees things that I don't see if I can't talk to an actor or whatever, you know, she can talk to them in different ways. She sees the, the frame differently than I do. So it's, it's, it's very collaborative and we're better together than we are as individuals. Um, it's, it's cool. It's cool. And you know, there's none of that, you know, people are like, well, you, you direct with your wife. And I'm like, yeah and they're like and that's okay i'm like yeah <laughs> and uh and and, and it's uh so we did this i it, this it was a fun one it, last year 
did a few of them last year, but this one called Night, it was called Crazy Neighborhood Moms. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I think it, it came out, they didn't want to say crazy, so it became Nightmare Neighborhood Moms. And uh, it was Lifetime Movie, uh, Lifetime Movie Network's number one film of the year. Oh, wow. Yeah, best ratings Whoa. of the year. Yeah. Congratulations. So now we're doing, now we're getting ready to go shoot Crazy Pageant Moms. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. I it's, love it. It's it's pretty fun. It's it's kind of like uh, a dramatization of Real Housewives of somewhere, you know. <laughs> it's just it's but it's it's fun. But you you never can cross. You know, don't don't make it campy. Don't cross that line where it's not real. It's not, it's kind of like Mortal Kombat. You know, don't mm. you can have fun, but the danger's got to be real. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you return in the the feature film for Teen Wolf, uh, continuing where the television left off, correct? Right, right. Uh, yeah, we yeah. shot that this spring, and it was it was cool. It was nice to to see everybody and and hang out and kind of revisit another character that that yeah. you you know had a good Sheriff time Stilinski. with. Sheriff yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I hope the film's good. Um, I haven't seen any of it, but. Okay. We shot some pretty cool stuff. So, wow. Uh, do we have a yeah. uh, release date or? I we don't. We don't. Okay. Um, but it'll be it's Paramount Plus, so it's a streamer. Ah, good to know. And I I heard I I truthfully I can't speak to it because I don't I don't have any idea. They don't consult me on those things. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're all looking forward to seeing it. Uh, now, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, were you also in a movie called uh, Purple Hearts, uh, Lyndon? I was. Yeah. I was. Okay. My my yeah. my uh, my mother is a diehard fan of that movie. She watches it's a it like beautiful movie. She's watched it like twenty times. She's like, <laughs> oh my god, you're talking to Lyndon Ashby? She's like, what? And I'm like, oh, so yeah, you're a big fan of that movie, yeah, 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 yeah. She's like. He plays the biggest douchebag in that movie. It's great. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, I'm a mean dad. I'm a mean dad. That's so good. Um, That's how you know you're doing a good job when you make the audience yeah. hate you, though. Yeah. yeah. But then yeah. I was, I think that I was lovable as well. You know, in the beginning, I wasn't that nice. And then I just wanted what was good for my kid. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, the numbers on that. So it was like Netflix number one movie for a couple, maybe two, three weeks. Some It was for a while. Whoa. And the numbers, I couldn't believe how many people had seen it, how many viewings there had been. Like 1.4 billion. <laughs> oh my really? God. Like, <laughs> wow. Nuts. And your mom wow. was 20 of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 20 million of them <laughs> <laughs> probably secretly yeah yeah no wow, nice movie though it, that was one that i really wanted to do read the script Sweet. and it was it was it was lovely script and they made a really nice movie and i really liked all the people i worked with on that one too yeah wonderful wonderful so lyndon we're now going to jump to the final segment of our show okay and it is called Final round. So what we're going to do in this final round is uh, <laughs> we're going to ask you sort of some uh, quick questions, try to get to know you a little more. 
So okay. the first question being... Is this kind of like a lightning round thing? No, no. You can take your time. It's all good. <laughs> no. no it'll, it'll just be... Go ahead. Uh, what are some of your secret talents? Blue! <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead. Uh, what are some of your secret talents or things uh, most people don't know about you? I don't have any. Um, <laughs> uh, pretty good surfer. Okay, surfer. Uh, ah. Pretty good gear. Um, okay on a motorcycle. Uh, oh, nice. Terrible golfer. <laughs> uh, um, okay, dad. Okay, pretty dad. Good um secret talents that's uh i like to cook oh yeah yeah nice. and i and i and i probably make one of the best margaritas in the world <laughs> nice. <Look at> that. <laughs> oh here's a funny one uh okay. tell us about your very first date can you remember my very first date i don't even know if it was a date um yeah. I know that I, I, okay, like the junior high dance or something. Okay, sure. Does that count? Sure. How'd that um, go? <laughs> uh, it was with, a, I think, a girl named Susan Donziger. Okay. And yeah, I had a big crush on her and, and we danced awkwardly and <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and that was it. Okay. I think I, had, I gave her a ring that was like a butterfly, shaped like a butterfly or something like that. <laughs> oh, that's nice. That's nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was the '60s or '70s, whenever it was. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, what would you say is your favorite movie to watch? You know, there's always those movies that they're if they're on, you turn the TV on or whatever, and if it's playing, you just you watch it. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Forrest Gump. Oh, ah, classic. <laughs> yes. If it's on, I'll watch it. Uh, yeah. Caddyshack. Oh, uh, yes. So many of them. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. Yeah, like a, I love a, movies. I love movies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. What was your very first job? Uh, dishwasher. Dishwasher, okay. Whereabouts? Dishwasher in a in a place called the Sea Turtle. Sea Turtle. And the Sea Turtle. <laughs> and it was like a, it was at the bottom of a, it was like a hotel restaurant. And a friend of mine's uncle uh, managed it, so we went. And you know, this sounds like a hard luck story. It wasn't. I wanted to, to go and pick up shifts or whatnot. And I think I was like 13, 14. So like child labor laws didn't apply because Uncle Bob owned it. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we had to wash dishes and, uh, and it was just gnarly. It was in Florida and it was, you were just wet and covered in like kitchen slime. Kitchen <laughs> slime. Uh, get, my, mom, my mom would be like, you just don't even come in the house. Take the clothes off and leave them outside. And don't ever, don't ever wear those shoes into my house. Uh, so just cause they'd be covered in. The, the kitchen was like this deep in water for some reason. Oh my <laughs> lord! Yeah, yeah it was so essentially you were like a turtle, just yes, moving around, swimming between. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, uh, Lynn, what is your favorite uh, your favorite uh, vacation destination and why? 
my favorite vacation destination, couple different ones. Uh, number one would be Fiji. Oh, uh, man. To go surf. Um, do that every year if I can. And that's in the sum our summer, your winter. And then <laughs> in our winter, go to Hawaii. And then, you know, go bike riding somewhere with Susan. And, you know, mm. she's a beast on a bicycle, like an absolute beast. She'll get a radio <laughs> bike. I'll like have an e-bike. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so different places, different reasons. Um, love Rome, love Italy, love France. Uh, good ski vacation. But, no, for me, Tavarua, Fiji. That's number one. Wow. Nice. Have you Is ever been to Australia? In terms of like I have. I recently, have. I yeah? have really good friends who, who live in Australia. And my niece lives in Melbourne. Oh, wow. And then good friends in Sydney and up the coast from Sydney about four hours, a place called Foster. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yep. <laughs> good, good friend lives oh, there. Yeah. Runs pharmacy. One of the local pharmacies. Okay. There you ah. go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Always a good person to travel with. He's like, oh, you're not feeling good? Here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Keep here. <laughs> uh, what yeah. is your favorite food? Um, God, I just, I'm, I'm not a huge foodie. Um, I don't know. What's your favorite food? Mexican, Italian. Oh, Mexican's great. Mexican, Italian. I like Mexican, I like Italian. I like, love sushi, good sushi. Love Chinese, love mm -hmm. Thai. Love, you know, bratwurst and, you know, you name it. American burgers and <laughs> I'll, I'll eat it. I'll eat it. I'll eat anything. You're, you're on a seafood diet. You see it, you yeah. eat it. Yep. That's yeah. it. Yep. <laughs> Is there anything you, any dishes you really enjoy making? Because I know you said you like to cook a lot. Um, I do, you know, just sort of like, I did it really good. I shot a, you know, I spearfish a bit and, oh. uh, secret things you didn't know. And <laughs> I got a, got a white sea bass a few months ago. And then I did it with a, uh, sort of a balsamic reduction and with tomatoes. Oh. Uh, it was very nice and heated the pan up super, super hot and put it skin down, seared it for, you know, I think three or four minutes and then into the oven at 450, the whole pan into the oven and, uh, turned out great. Oh, that great. sounds incredible. Really good. Sure. Yeah. Uh, what is the craziest thing you've ever done? Oh, there are a lot of, there, there are a lot of poor decisions. Um, <laughs> Yeah, a uh, lot, a lot of things that seemed like a good idea at the time. Um, usually some sort of substance involved. <laughs> um, the craziest thing I've ever done, skydiving, I don't know, um, jumping off really high cliffs into water, surfing mm. big waves. Um, cliffs on skis um uh, yeah picking fights with people that i shouldn't have picked fights with <laughs> um, uh 
Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, a lot of a lot of fucking dumb things. <laughs> <laughs> kind of limitless. Ask Love my it. wife. Ask my family. They'll be like, oh boy. They'll tell you right away. Yeah. We'll, we'll cover was, all those in a, in another episode, I think. <laughs> was there yeah. ever like was there ever a stunt in a movie that you sort of wish, okay, I wish I didn't do that? Uh oh. Yeah. Um Besides the peeing blood for Mortal Kombat. But no, I'm sure yeah, you're very the, proud the of blood, that. The, the yeah. blood peeing. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Ah, oh, that's really dark brown urine. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. uh, uh, yeah, la 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 la. Um, mostly like squibs and stuff, you know, gun gun bullet hits, the way Ooh. they used to do them. I don't know if they still do them that way. Um, there was a little communication breakdown somewhere in, in Wyatt Earp, actually. And I'm shooting here, oh. boom. And then this comes up here. So I get hit in this shoulder. So it's supposed to be a boom boom and bam right and yeah. instead it goes and he pops this one here Oof. and it goes boom and it goes up and just oh oh the side of my face um and the the director's like well can he come out now and and, and I, it wasn't even bleeding it was just like all this clear stuff is coming out right oh man out of your skin um and the and the makeup artist is like, he's like, can you cover it up and get makeup on it? And the makeup artist is like, it won't stick. It's all like just this clear stuff's coming out of his face. <laughs> and, uh, and then uh, and then oh god, I was in South Africa making a movie. Yeah. And once again, squib, and I'm run and I get shot. I'm supposed to get shot like in I think in the shoulder or something. And the squib is on a wire and it pulls loose. And it goes down, and it goes right down here. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And goes and blows. <laughs> so oh, the God. The, there, if that thing had been spun, mm. it would have killed me because it would have hit that the artery right there. Yeah, the groin. exactly. Um, as it was, just blew the pants to pieces. And I'm like, and I've still got this big, gross burn scar from it. Wow. Uh, wow. But thank God it wasn't like three inches. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. Holy moly. Yeah. Um, May have altered the pitch of your voice slightly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though? Honest to God, if that had happened, I might have accomplished so much more in life. <laughs> I'd have been like, You've just been a nuisance. Uh, <laughs> Take up opera yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah, something. Yeah. yeah. All yeah. right. And yeah. the final question for this segment. What mm. is the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Mm. I think probably the advice that I give my daughters. Mm. Nothing good happens after the bars close <laughs> just go home yeah i like it yeah. uh yeah that'd be a good advice um yes. it is good advice for yep. sure <laughs> yeah. uh, all right lyndon well 
Excuse me, the bad boy. That would have that would have been a good podcast. Yes, yeah, she, she doesn't have any clothes on, and she was probably just going to walk right through. The, oh, jeez. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anything for ratings, right? That's it. Uh, anyway. Well, else? Lyndon. Sorry, what was that? Anything else? No. Well, it's been an absolute honor. Um, Johnny Cage for life. But before we wrap up today, did you have any current or future projects that you'd like to share with our audience? Um, did a little movie called Trust that just premiered at uh, San Jose Film Festival. Mm. Um, I, don't, I, I was out of town, so I didn't get to go. But we... We swept, man. We were like best audience, best film. You know, we uh, we won. We won the prizes. Wow. Um, so that's cool. And then gonna go direct crazy pageant moms. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, for all our listeners today, yeah. Where can find where can fans find you on social media? Oh, at Lyndon Ashby on at, for Twitter. I think it's just Lyndon Ashby. And then on Instagram, it's Lyndon underscore Ashby because somebody had stolen my name <laughs> and I couldn't use my own name. And then they pretended to be me for oh. years. It was really weird. Really weird. They'd like take and they'd post my stuff. And finally, I, I was like, well, actually, to be perfectly honest, yeah. I, I'm not a huge social media er is good as i should be probably and i'm and there was a moment where i'm like you know they they, they do a lot better being me than i do so they seem, much, <laughs> they seem much more excited about it uh maybe i should just let them go um but yeah they finally instagram finally removed them yeah um yeah but it was weird it was weird i'm like stop this is, this is creepy i would i'd like to please stop this is creepy and weird um yeah. yeah i'm not that interesting i bore myself i can't imagine oh you know. come on Lyndon. <laughs> yeah 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 some people you never know no you don't was that you did you do it <laughs> oh shit <laughs> run <laughs> <laughs> okay man yeah this has been a great time me and chris will always remember this and um we hope to speak with you again sometime and uh, in the meantime have a lovely day and best of luck with all your future projects absolutely oh thank you and and listen let's do it again anytime yeah absolutely hey thank maybe you. we can get you and robin on or something yeah oh hell yeah <laughs> you guys are like brothers Yep. Yeah. Yep. That'd be wicked. Absolutely. Anytime. Appreciate mm. it. Thank you so much. Awesome. For your time. You bet. Thanks again for joining today's episode. It's still so surreal to know that we spoke with the Johnny Cage from our favorite movie. Even though Johnny has hinted at it before, today specifically is not the time to fall down, but rather pick ourselves up, get out there, and be surrounded by positive influences be cheerful, and enjoy the Christmas holidays. You guys have all meant so much to us throughout the journey. We could not have done this without you. We wish you all the best for the year 2023 and that you receive nothing but blessings. So to end off today's special, we just wanted to say, have fun, stay safe, and stay flawless. <laughs>